It's a long one, folks. College football, NFL, we talk about it all. So stick around and enjoy the show on Coaching from the Couch. Everybody, <laughs> hello and welcome back to <laughs> Coaching from the Couch. And uh, the, the normal squad is back together once again. Uh, me and the boy, the one and only Blake Hill. Welcome back, Blake. Sorry we missed you uh, last week. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. School sucks, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah, dang it. Glad we could find some time. Hopefully, the semester will calm down a little bit so we can keep our usual schedule going um lots of news we are in the swing of things we need to we're, we're gonna try and hurry and bust through all of our segments that we want to finish before the actual season starts because uh, we are running out of time but um i think i think we'll get there we'll make it work um and college football is officially back ladies and gentlemen we have college football tomorrow let's go <laughs> let's go so um, it, it came quick, but no complaints here. Um, the only sad part is we've got some stinkers tomorrow. Uh, so, <laughs> so today is um, Friday, August 26th. So uh, tomorrow's games are on Saturday, August 27th. Um, but yeah, just looking at the slate tomorrow not good uh <laughs> yeah but, you can hey. say that again <laughs> <laughs> dang it i wonder if they do this on purpose you know they kind of give us some crappy teams that and force us to watch because you know everyone's so excited so you know they give some of these lower colleges you know some of these smaller schools some some attention you know because there's nothing else to watch. So everyone's going to be watching these games, you know, and yeah, it's uh, kind of like the preseason of college football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, kind of the preseason. Throw the I, crappy teams out there, you know, the second yeah, stringers and <laughs> right, you know, let them duke it out. Right. Um, and, and it kind of whets the appetite for all the viewers just yeah. enough to to get them salivating a little bit, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of like an appetizer, you know kind of gets you in the mood for the main course, which will be next Saturday. Yeah. Um, Nothing makes me drool like Idaho State. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Idaho State versus UNLV. Look oh. out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting turned yeah. on just thinking about it. <laughs> for real. <laughs> so um, next Saturday, um, September 3rd, that's when we've got the big boys. So we, we're going to, we'll get Alabama, we'll get uh, Georgia, Oregon, um, uh, Clemson, you know, we'll get all the big boys out. So uh, don't, don't fret. Don't worry. It's coming. Uh, we will have some marquee matchups on the way. Um, so we thought we'd kind of look over some of these poor games that we're going to be forced to watch tomorrow and, and maybe pick out our most interesting game 
because <laughs> um, yeah, nothing stands out. Uh, you know, nothing is popping on the screen. So I'm, I'm interested. Uh, like, what, 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 are, what are you going to be most excited to watch tomorrow out of all these matchups? Oh man, maybe, maybe I should. I'll, I'll go ahead and get rid of Nebraska Northwestern. That that's actually not that'll too be bad. good. Yeah, those yeah, are actually those, some pretty decent teams. So yeah, those are two two names that you know you've seen before. You yeah. know, and have created legitimate seasons before. Yeah, so um, we won't we won't we won't include those. I'm sure everyone's going to watch that just because that's going to be the only decent game on. So out of all the other games, what are, what are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Florida State's obviously on there. They're probably one of the bigger schools that's um, on the list. But um, I got to say, I think the one that intrigues me the most, I mean, this is kind of biased in the sense that we're from Utah, but um, Utah State versus UConn um, is probably my pick. I don't know. Utah State, they did okay. I mean, they did all right last year. Um, they put up a fight against uh, BYU. I remember them putting up a pretty good fight. Um, they've got a pretty good, pretty good quarterback play. Um, can't remember the dude's name, but I remember he's pretty, pretty good. Um, so isn't I think it, I can't. Isn't it? Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, with that the guy. Yeah, That's right. I yeah. forgot his name too. Maybe I can find it for you. But yeah, keep let's going. see if you can find it. But um. Oh, there, yeah. Logan Bonner. Oh, I'm pretty right? sure that's Boner, buddy. <laughs> Logan no, <I'm> Boner. <laughs> no, Logan Bonner. Yeah, that's you're right. Boners in Logan, Utah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I think they, that game kind of intrigues me, you know. I um, If you scroll up, it has Utah State as the, the number one team in the Mountain West Conference. So there you go. Yeah, because um, they... They won it last year, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they, were, they won the Mountain West. So yeah, yeah. So I, I could see them. You know, I think that could be pretty interesting. I mean, UConn obviously isn't great. I mean, whenever your school is more popular for women's basketball than it is for football, that's usually a problem. <laughs> but <laughs> I would yep. say, I would say Utah State UConn just to kind of see how you know if that quarterback's legit at a coming out of Utah State and. Uh, I think that's that's my pick for sure. What are, what are your thoughts on on the games, Dan? No, yeah, that's that, that that is a good good option, and yeah, I could see UConn, yeah, kind of putting up a fight. Um, but yeah, um, that'll be a good preparation for your Utah State because they'll 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 be Alabama's number one ranked <laughs> Alabama's first opponent next week. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get slapped around yeah. like nobody's business. Yeah, so. Um, Utah State fans, take it in while you can, because I don't think next week is going to be as enjoyable. But uh... <laughs> yeah, you're going to be lucky if you score a field goal <laughs> for real, honestly. So, um, but yeah, and you mentioned that Florida State game, but I mean, look at the team they're playing. I was going to ask you, boy, how do you even pronounce that team? I was going to ask you how you pronounce. It. I have, no I have never even seen this team. They are so unknown. ESPN doesn't even have like a hyperlink to their like page because like they don't even know who these guys are. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like what on earth is this? Oh man! Du- Duquesne or something like that. Like, oh, Duquesne. Duquesne. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. Let's. That's let's... 
That's basically a high school team right there. <laughs> it, it honestly might be. It might be like that one story a couple of years ago where some made up team. Uh, did you remember hearing that? Some made up team tricked ESPN into thinking they were some top high school in the nation and ended and got ESPN to broadcast their game against what an the? actual high school team. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was just a bunch of like thugs who were just, you know, bums, you know, out of high school. They weren't even in high school. They were just a bunch of rejects. Yeah, just a bunch of goobers who couldn't let go of their high school careers. Um, and, and they got destroyed. The high school team, the actual high school team, like destroyed them like 72 to to like three. It wasn't even close. So uh, I wonder That's if hilarious. Uh, Duquesne is one of those uh, sneaky high school teams that uh, <laughs> tricked ESPN into like putting them against freaking Florida State or Florida something. Florida State. Oh, there it <laughs> oh, is. Look at it. Up. Up. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. Duquesne. De, de, oh, man, I feel like we ain't saying it right. I know. Du- <laughs> Duquesne University. Duquesne. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, I'm just wow. I'm just happy that they even have a football team at all. That's that's an accomplishment in an in and of it's, itself. Because it's a private private research university. Wow. Duquesne University of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're blessed. They're they're, blessed they are. Oh yeah, look at that. Uh, first. Opened as the Pittsburgh Catholic College of the Holy Ghost in 1878. They've been around <laughs> oh, a while. Holy moly. Wow. Yeah, that's not crazy. More known. <laughs> that is crazy. So, hey, good for them for getting a big time program like Florida State in there. That's crazy. Yeah, that so, is awesome. Good that'll be them. fun to see <laughs> if they even get. Uh, a yard against uh, State. <laughs> yeah they're gonna they're gonna qualify it as a win if they have positive yards at the end of the day yeah i think so dang it but um out of yeah out of the rest of these games i'm kind of looking at nevada new mexico state maybe yeah. that's kind of a, a cheap out just because those are some well-known teams and that yeah. one's going to be on espn but um New Nevada was actually pretty good last year with Carson Strong. He's now gone draft or wasn't drafted, but picked up as a uh, undrafted free agent in the NFL. They had a really good tight end who did get drafted by the Washington commanders. So they lost some talent. So I don't know. It'll be kind of fun to see where that team picks up after losing those guys. Uh, New Mexico state, I think really struggled last year. So um it'll be interesting to see if they can even just make do anything um against nevada but uh yeah it's kind of sad that just tells you the state of the games on on tomorrow because yeah even that game i I, even just talking about it's not really getting me too hyped up about it but absolute stinkers yeah dang it but uh oh i guess wyoming illinois that one could be good uh wyoming's always kind of tough and Illinois is kind of a, a bigger program. So, you know, there's a few here and there. So uh, I'll probably be watching the games. So I'll watch them. I'll give you guys the the rundown next week. So you guys don't have to torture yourselves. Watching them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, another kind of fun thing I found about just another small school <laughs> that's going to be playing tomorrow is North Carolina versus Florida A&M. 
never heard of Florida A&M before. It looks like they might be the like snakes or something. Uh, the Vipers, maybe. Um, and I was just scrolling through uh, Twitter and <laughs> came across something that just explains how kind of small uh, Florida A&M is um, right here. <laughs> so the first tweet is, this is from Unnecessary Roughness. Um, I believe they're a bar stool. Um, yeah college football podcast by Barstool Sports. They tweeted this out. Um, looks like tomorrow's Florida... Oh, yeah, Florida A&M University versus UNC. UNC, big program. You know, the, they, they were a good team last year. Game is off. Florida A&M head coach Willie Simmons says he has 27 players ineligible. Florida... I keep screwing it up. Florida A&M University <laughs> only has seven offensive linemen ready to play. Not enough to play a game. Florida A&M University was set to make $450,000 for this game. They've probably never even seen that amount of money in their life. So <laughs> this is a big deal. Uh, but they don't have enough players to even play the game. They're going to be picking up people randomly out of a yeah. The campus. They're just gonna yeah. pick up the fattest person they see and throw them in pads. Throw in there, like get out there, boy. We need someone at line. Because I mean, yeah. If you think about it, an offensive line has five players on it. They only got seven. So I mean, if someone goes down, look out. Yeah, they're in deep trouble. How how do you even have twenty seven ineligible players? Like, well, how is that even possible? They're in Florida. They probably all got caught with narcotics or something. <laughs> Yeah, they probably, I don't know, yeah, freaking kidnapped a gator or something. <laughs> so now they're, you know, in trouble with the university. It's, it's crazy. I was like, how is that even possible? So, like, the original tweet said the game's off. But then um, Allison Posey, uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, she is a sports director for ABC 27 in Tallahassee, uh, Florida, so she knows more about Florida A&M University than we do, probably than more than anyone else does. But she says, um, coach, the coach of Florida A&M University is going to leave the decision to the players, whether they play or not. Um, <laughs> what, does, what does that mean? Yeah, hey, so, if you boys show up, we'll play. Yeah, we'll play. hey, hey boys. You guys don't. <laughs> we, we're, we're, down, we're down 27 players, but... Hey, if you guys want to play against freaking UNC, a really good team, um, you know, probably get destroyed, you know, by all means, go out there and play. So, um, yeah, but isn't it in North Carolina? Like, don't yeah. you got to travel? <laughs> How are you just going to leave it up to them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a way game. So they kind of had to decide. But I guess Florida and North Carolina, they're not too far from each other. I'm yeah. not sure where the university is. But um, but here you go. Uh, Allison Posey, a little later, then posts breaking Florida from Florida A&M. It is official. This team is traveling to North Carolina and will play tomorrow. <laughs> So they go from, I don't know if we're going to be there, to we're playing. <laughs> we're playing. And I think the, the tweet from Unnecessary Roughness sums it up. Team said, F it. We ride. 
They're going out there, man. They want oh, that money. They want God. that $450,000. Uh, yeah, I'd absolutely get my butt kicked for that much money. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd do whatever it takes. I'm sure the, the dean or whoever, with the athletic director, came yeah. down to the coach after he heard that. And he's like, uh, no, you guys are going. <laughs> it ain't a choice. We I don't care if you got to strap up, coach. You're going out there and we're competing. <laughs> we need that money. We need the cash. <laughs> That's so, so funny. unbelievable story here. Um, and and then unnecessary roughness continues uh, currently on um, Barstool Sportsbook. So uh, a betting uh, a betting kind of page. UNC is a 35 and a half point favorite. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know if that's enough. Well, that might yeah. need to go up some more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, try 72. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's more reasonable here. Oh, oh, I think they updated it a little after that. UNC are now 42 and a half point favorites. Okay, we're getting it. We're getting it. So maybe it by the time. It's worse uh, and worse. <laughs> for Florida AM just getting wrecked over here, but. I, probably by the time kickoff starts it might be up to 70 at that point <laughs> yeah. yeah opening kick they already know they're like mm. yeah. <laughs> bump it up bump yeah. it up <laughs> yeah they are full sending it so definition of full sending so hey good for them man uh, it, we ride <laughs> that's awesome. a and m it's right. That's right. Vipers. That's right. Vipers. That's right. Vipers. Vipers country. That's Vipers. Right. <laughs> oh so, my gosh! Good for them, man. So, um, not sure uh, who's going to be tuning into that game, but uh, it is not looking too good for the Vipers <laughs> and. Uh, the North Carolina fans probably aren't even going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> right? They might be like, uh, no. They might just tune into the first five minutes and it'll, it'll already be 30 to nothing. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Just because I'm Florida. So what is a Florida A&M mascot? The Rattlers. Oh, oh we were off, dang it. <laughs> close, though. Yeah, yeah, so we're close. The Rattlers. Rattlers country. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Florida A&M should have gone after Spencer, Spencer Rattler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rattler and the Rattlers. Let's ride. <laughs> Rattler and the Rattler country. Let's ride. <laughs> that would have been awesome. They could have made some big-time marketing money off that, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have. <laughs> So I thought we'd just mention that there are some games, even though you might not even hear about them, but uh, they are some games. If you are bored, go ahead and tune in. I mean, we've, we've got some college football tomorrow, but hey, we're just happy that it's finally here and uh, we've got some games that we'll be talking about um, that uh, we'll probably preview um, next week's games uh, next week sometime before the game. So uh, stay tuned for that because those are when it really starts picking up. So We've got, um, we were just looking at it, but yeah, we've got like Oregon, Georgia, um, Cincinnati, Arkansas. Uh, there were some later games too. Oh yeah, Utah, Florida. Uh, I, I thought I was missing another one here. Oh yeah, um, Ohio State, right? Ohio State, Notre Dame for yeah, like that'll the be really good. Saturday night game. So yeah, there's there's some there's some big boy games coming up. So. We'll, we'll definitely be preview, previewing all that, so stay tuned. Don't worry. Don't let uh, tomorrow's 
game action discourage anybody yes <laughs> yeah keep your head up it yeah. gets better i promise yeah. It'll get better. Don't worry. it's worse before it gets better <laughs> exactly <laughs> it'll just make you enjoy the games next week even more you know yeah just the yeah. quality <laughs> that there is All right. Well, uh, we are transitioning from uh, college football to NFL talk. There's been some crazy stories within the last couple of days uh, that we thought we'd touch up on. Uh, Probably the craziest is about Punt God. Uh, The man they call Punt God on the Buffalo Bills uh, drafted this last year from san diego state uh real name is matt areza uh, i believe i'm saying that right um yeah some damning accusations came out uh did they come out today or yesterday uh, i think they were yesterday i want to say they were yesterday too yeah if i'm not uh, mistaken yeah but uh very kind of sad story and and kind of graphic i I won't go into too much detail but basically uh was accused of gang raping a 17 year old while at san diego state at the time he was 21 years old uh so it was a minor which is illegal um and did some other kind of horrific things to this girl this poor girl um and then basically confessed that he he didn't confess to the whole thing that he did you know the the everything but did did confess he had some relations with this this girl um and from my understanding is uh the cops were with the girl trying to get matt areza to confess even more um you know like over the phone that they were with the girl and the girl was talking to Matt and they were trying to get her to try and like convince him to, to basically admit to everything he did. Uh, but I, it sounds like he kind of got spooked uh, from the call and hung up and ended it. And they weren't able to kind of get him to confess everything. But the, um, I mean, the evidence is pretty strong. Like, I don't think there's too much doubt that uh, he's guilty so yeah kind of crazy crazy stuff around this guy he they call him punt god because he he's very good at punting the ball you know uh from his shady past aside he's good at picking the ball um but kind of some questions that were going around twitter were why he he was so good in college why was he not the first punter taken in the draft he wasn't even the first punter selected and i uh when i told you that i mean that caught you off guard uh it caught me off guard too when i read that um and yeah i mean here's that it says yeah it wasn't the first uh punter drafted he was the third punter um behind penn state's jordan stout and georgia's jake camarda um and so yeah and so a lot of people are thinking 
a lot of teams maybe knew that something wasn't right <laughs> with Matt and you know, maybe they might have even known about this story. Um, and so the next question, because I mean, a lot of teams passed him up and <laughs> other teams took two punters ahead of him who probably honestly aren't as good as Matt. Uh, you know, they call him the punt god for a reason. Um, so that begs another question. Well, why did the Bills take him? And did they not know about the story that the, maybe the rest of the teams knew about, or did they know about it and they took them anyway? Um, which is kind of nuts. <laughs> both are both are not very good. <laughs> if you're if you're a Bills fan, uh, I don't know what 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 do you think? I think yeah, I, ah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard because uh, the whole story is just like sickening. Like I mean, you had mentioned you just can't even go into depth. Like what has come out is so that graphic and just gruesome that even would you know that it would happen. Like it's just so gross and and horrible that oh, it just makes you you know shiver. But like at the same time. It, it, kind of to defend the bills case like there's always stuff coming out about players in the draft you know like i don't know if you remember but they had mentioned about uh micah parsons that he was like this menace in the locker room and that he was going to be this problem like yeah. I, and i heard it very vaguely you know but when you hear those things you know you're kind of like you get you get hesitant which is you know, probably why those other teams um, kind of passed him. It looks like the Ravens and then also the Buccaneers who took those other two punters before before um, this guy. But, you know, maybe the Bills just kind of wanted to roll the dice because a lot of the times the allegations are just, you know, it's just talk. A lot of the times there's it's just talk and it's not true. But, man, like when they're make, saying this stuff about a punter, like – why are they trying to ruin this guy's reputation, which kind of raises the question, you know, maybe the bills did know they just decided to ignore it, but yeah, this guy's, you know, he's going to pay the price now. If, if all this comes out to be true, which it don't look good for the punt God, I got to admit <laughs> old no. Matt's old Matt's in the doghouse, So yeah. I don't, uh, I just don't know what they should do. It's just a mess. Yeah. No, you bring up some good points. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if they, <laughs> you, 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 you don't even want to say anything. It's just that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, what more is there to say? He's a dirtbag, and <laughs> exactly, uh, he never should have been drafted in the first place. Um, yeah, uh, and you know, because now, you know, the the team that picked him up, the Bills, they're in a tough. They're you know, they're in a bad situation now, and they, everyone's looking at them like, oh, you guys are dirtbags, you know um you know you guys are dirtbags too because you knew you probably knew what he was doing and uh, or what he did and you know you didn't care you still picked him up anyway um so you know yeah the other thing i would think is maybe they they knew of something maybe it wasn't the full story or it wasn't as bad as what we now know and uh, and so maybe 
it was enough to deter a lot of teams, but the bills were like, uh, oh, you know, that's, you know, it was, it wasn't bad enough to not draft them. But when I say that, I'm like, well, I feel like any type of story <laughs> or any type of reiteration about what actually happened is is still bad enough that I feel like it's not worth it. You, you can't do it. You just can't. <laughs> it's true. And it's not like, you know, it's not like it's a huge, you know, it's not like he's this star player. He's a, he's a bloody punter for Grand Loud, <laughs> you know, like it's right. Just, it's not like, I don't care how good, you know, he's obviously called the punt God. I mean, I don't really care how good you are at punting. Like with the bills offense, they're, flying down the field 90 percent of the time anyway so when you actually do need one punt it's like just throw whoever the crap you can get <laughs> you know like it's just not worth the risk of the you know reputation of the team and the organization as a whole yeah so i mean honestly in my case if i were the bills i'd just drop him because it does not look good for them or him honestly yeah no, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, guy probably should, yeah, just get arrested. He should have gotten arrested a while ago when this happened, because oh yeah, the police knew about it. It, it is what it sounds like, and didn't do anything about it because uh, the college he was playing for, San Diego State, was having a good year, so they kind of just let it slide, which is a whole other <laughs> disgusting thing in an, in and of itself, but um. But yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, the the, the punter just is, yeah, uh, it's just not worth it. So yeah, yeah, just just get just get rid of them and 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 yeah, uh, shame on the Bills for even just getting themselves in this situation. Um, and then I, I hear some other things about how I believe it was the attorney i don't know if it was the lawyer of the the victim or if it was matt's lawyer or or someone some attorney that's kind of involved said the the bills were told about the situation but again i don't know if it's the full situation that we know now or only a reiteration of it anyway they were they were told and they never followed up after that it, it sounds like they never did anything once they were told they just kind of you know just kept on going on like nothing was wrong if, if um, that's the case shame on the bills man that's yeah. terrible that's yeah. just i mean the whole story is just sickening it makes you want to throw up yeah especially because i mean they should never do that no matter who the player is but it just it just makes it even that much worse because it's like why are you trying to protect a punter you know a punter, you could, <laughs> yeah. there's thousands of those guys like what are Just you doing go grab a soccer player <laughs> honestly like really you're gonna you're gonna just ruin your whole reputation off of this one goofball you know so it's so weird um so yeah it's very weird and then they ended up cutting their backup punter they had two punters in training camp they cut the second one just the other day just you know a couple of days before this comes <laughs> oh, out oh gosh so it's like well, what are you doing you had someone in there 
you know, may, uh, and now everything's hitting the fan and they don't have a, a punter. Sounds um, like they've got an apology call to make for uh, that uh, old backup. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they the Bills played today in their preseason game, their last preseason game. Um, and there was video of the long snapper because the Matt was going to punt in this game. But uh, the Bills basically made him inactive. So he, he ended up not playing at all. Uh, for rightfully so after what we found out um but yeah there's video of the the snapper the long snapper snapping to just a ball boy because they don't have anyone else to snap the ball to because they got rid of everyone gosh so I'm like, oh my gosh so i don't even know what they did in the game if they had a punt they probably just went for it on every fourth down because i don't even they don't have a punter unless they stuck like some rando random the- player throw the field goal kicker in there and just yeah they just, <laughs> just boot it hey, uh, yeah just kick it as far as you can uh, well you know it's preseason so lengthily it doesn't really mean anything but yeah just just a whole mess but um yeah i i i don't see there's any way he gets out of this uh on a team i think for sure he's he's a goner uh, he should be a goner and um yeah uh <laughs> yeah it, it just sucks uh yeah, for, for for everything involved everyone involved but yeah he doesn't deserve to, to be in the league yeah absolutely it's just devastating for the girl and for the bills as an organization like just awful you know to to really make it right is just to you know, just drop him you know like drop him and try and move on as fast as you can and you know, if all all that comes out to be true, and it sure doesn't sound like it's gonna be good for Matt, you know, he's probably gonna end up in prison. So, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good for him. So, if I were the Bills, I'd drop him right now and just get you know get moving on and go yeah. find somebody else. Yeah. Hey, and reach out to the girl, the victim, and uh, you know, offer a little compensation. You know, why not? But like, hey sorry or you know i don't know yeah it doesn't make it yeah it doesn't make it right but here's some season tickets or something you know just you're you guys are loaded your freaking nfl franchise uh you know you can offer something yeah definitely make it right yeah if they knew about that and still made the risk to go get him like yeah that's just that's just sick in so many ways (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely All right. Well, the second uh, kind of news that's been coming out of the NFL, uh, good old Aaron Donald. Uh, we all know him. Very good defensive tackle for the uh, Super Bowl winning Los Angeles Rams last year. Uh, so a video comes out, very uh, trending video comes out of him. They were at a joint practice with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um during training camp and there's this big scuffle going on and all you see is this big old arm with a helmet holding a helmet just going to town on people's heads playing whack-a-mole with this helmet and you know this this scrum is going on so you can't really see what's you know who it is but then this person gets shoved to the ground 
And lo and behold, it's Aaron Donald holding two helmets, one in both hands, <laughs> just ready to, you know, freaking go to war with these guys with freaking helmets. And it's an opposing player's helmet. So it's a Cincinnati Bengal helmet. Um, you know, so just a major scrum, but um, not good. Uh, if freaking Donald's whacking people with helmets. So everyone's, you know, outraged for obvious reasons it's freaking practice you know like hey it's not even a real game yet let's we're trying to keep our guys healthy like uh, i don't know about that um and everyone's calling for his head you know to be suspended and everything and uh they're all pointing to the um, mason rudolph situation where <laughs> supposedly rudolph uh, called um garrett what's his first name miles Miles Garrett, uh, defensive end for the the Browns, supposedly during a game. This was during a game. Supposedly Rudolph called Garrett some racial slur. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but that was the <laughs> the story from Garrett's point of view, and pissed Garrett off for obvious reasons. And Garrett just grabs Rudolph's helmet, rips it off his head in the middle of a game, and just swings this thing and nails him in the in the head yeah. with Make contact <laughs> yeah and you know crunched his melon real good um and then obviously it got broken up uh that little situation that happened a couple years ago got garrett suspended for six games i believe wasn't it um, i think so yeah yeah six game suspension for doing that so everyone's saying hey you know this situation you know, you suspended Garrett for six games. You got to do the same to Donald. Uh, but then all these uh, NFL rule guys start poking their heads out, out of the grass and saying, oh, not so fast. Um, because it is a practice, the NFL actually has no jurisdiction under a practice like that. That is strictly by the teams. Um, and so the NFL actually can't do anything about it. Um, that's going to be up to the Rams if the Rams suspend them or not. So kind of crazy, uh, kind of some crazy news that came out and everything. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens if he gets if he gets suspended by the Rams or not. Uh, what do you think, Blake? Do you think he deserves a suspension? Yeah, yeah, it's um, kind of crazy, the, all of it. I mean, first of all, I, I wouldn't want to deal with him without two helmets in his hand, let alone two <laughs> helmets in his hand. Yeah, he's but a mean he, dude. He, yeah, he, he was back in his carnival days playing whack-a-mole with two handles. <laughs> he was going crazy. Yeah, um, for real. But the whole, like, NFL not having any, you know, jurisdiction is is pretty pretty crazy. But I I don't know. It, it's hard, you know, like – I think the Rams might do something, but I don't think it'll be very, you know, it won't be very extensive. I don't think it will. I'm sure, you know, they'll probably hold him with, you know, out of a practice or two or something like that. But I don't, I don't see a suspension coming out. That's huge. I mean, it, it was trending news for a little bit, but it, it's kind of died down, you know, it's not as, as se severe anymore. So right. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what the, what the Rams do. Um, 
honestly, I think he probably should deserve, you know, a, a game or two for sure. But again, you know, he's, he's obviously a proven, you know, proven athlete who's obviously one of the best players in the league. So it's kind of, it's kind of a toss up, you know, like, do we really want to, you know, suspend him for this or, you know, are they just going to give him a little slap on the wrist? Cause he's Aaron Donald, you know, of course, but <laughs> right. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what the Rams do. And, you know, it's kind of funny that the NFL is like, well, we can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it'll definitely be something we'll have to follow and just kind of, you know, let the listeners know what, what the update is on it. Cause I'm, I'm sure that Rams will probably just sweep it underneath the rug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they're going to want to do. And I'm sure they're just, loving that all this Matt Areza stuff's coming out because I think that's what kind of swept Donald yeah. under yeah. the rug because now all of a sudden oh my gosh you got the Matt who's 10 times worse than what Donald was doing so uh, everyone's kind of forgot about Donald and now they're all talking about Areza so um but yeah I think um yeah I think he he definitely deserves one but yeah like you said <laughs> I'm sure the Rams are going to be reluctant to do anything about it but um hey if I'm all the freaking teams in the NFL. And I saw that I'm going to be like, heck no Rams. We ain't doing another joint practice with you ever again. Like screw you guys. Like, heck no. Uh, if you can't control your players, like that, that could have been potentially, you know, dangerous. I mean, it probably, you know, probably was like, what the heck man. So, and I know stuff like that, not to that extreme, but you know, little fights break out here and there at all the joint practices really but i mean that's nuts you know i'm like heck no guys like i'd I'd make a point i'd be like nope we're never doing that again with you guys and i think the whole league needs to come together and be like nope we're never doing a joint practice with the rams as long as freaking donald's on that team and yeah rams are gonna have to suffer the consequences i know it's probably nothing you know (laughs) the rams probably aren't gonna be too butthurt about that but (laughs) yeah you know it's it could be a little something that i think they need to do just because yeah that's ridiculous i wouldn't want want my guys to be put through that that's you know that's bogus yeah the nfl needs to look on uh kind of getting control of of those practices you know because those those practices are you know they're pretty serious you know we've we've seen in this, you know, in this off season alone and all these, um, you know, joint practices and just practices in general and training camp and all that, we've seen some, you know, serious injuries of big players going down, you know, and it's, that's the same thing, you know, he could have seriously injured somebody and, you know, a smack to that head, bare head with a metal, you know, hard helmet you know, that could cause concussions, you know, cuts, stitches, like that could put dudes out for weeks, you know, so the NFL needs to look on, you know, getting some control over these practices and, you know, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know, a lot of these teams, like I know the commanders got caught for being too physical and then they got punished for that. And it's just like, man, the NFL's got to, you know, take some control of these practices and, and you know figure it out because it's a mess he's out here freaking he's literally playing whack-a-mole with humans heads like right just a little crazy but i don't yeah. know yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah if they if the nfl does step in and i don't know does something about maybe joint practices at least uh just because you got two opposing teams so it's like they don't really have any loyalty to the other team so yeah they don't care if, if they 
you know, duke it out because it's not going to affect their own team. It's going to affect the other teams. So, but yeah, that I, I'd be, it'll be, yeah, that'll be another thing to look out for is if they do end up uh, doing something about that. Cause, cause yeah, you can't have, have your players getting hurt or, or yeah, getting touched like that. So thought we'd just catch you guys up on the latest NFL news um, and what's going around uh, the league right now. Um, but we will, uh, after the little break here, we, we will get into our coaching, our coach, couch coaches of the NFL segment, which we know we've kind of paused for a minute, but we are back going to try and finish it out before the season starts. So stay tuned for that. Let's do it. All righty. So uh, more NFL talk, but this time we've got coaches, not players, in our couch coaches of the NFL. Um, we're starting to get up uh, pretty high here on our ranks. Um, so we're, gonna, we're, we're starting to hit some good, good coaches here, and it's going to make it a little challenging for us. So uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. Uh, to kind of recap, it's been a minute. We had our worst coach in the NFL. Uh, we had Matt Rule from the uh, Carolina Panthers. Then we had Mike, or no, I think we had, did we have um, Robert Sala next? Yeah. Um, Robert Sala next. I think we did Ron Rivera after that, right? Ron was the. Or was Ron the fourth? Ron was the fourth. Ron was the fourth. Mike McCarthy third. So, yeah, right? yep. Mike McCarthy third, Ron Rivera fourth, Pete Carroll fifth, Arthur Smith of the Falcons, uh, Dan Campbell for the Lions, Cliff Kingsbury from the Cardinals, John Harbaugh from the Ravens, and then Frank Reich from the Colts. Um, so that kind of rounds out what is that 10? We had 10 there, yeah. Um so now let's get into, we'll do the next five. So our 15 couch coaches of the NFL. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> this is tough. It gets, yeah, this is when it gets a little bit, little bit more difficult for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd probably do... I've got somebody I'm, in mind. I, I want to know if we agree. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah. Who, who no, you him? say you say yours, and then I'll. Say I was thinking Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni of the Eagles. Yeah, I think he's definitely. Yeah, he's I think he should be. He should be next because I mean he hasn't done much, but um, I don't know. He he's a good coach. He he did well with that team as a first first year head coach last year, um, but. He got them to the playoffs, but that was it. They didn't really do much in the playoffs. So I think just because he got them to the playoffs, that's enough to put him where he's at now, I think. I'll agree with that. I agree. All right, all right. Nick Sirianni, I think he's got a chance to get up even higher because they've got a good team this year. Um, and Jalen Hurts, there's kind of mixed uh, emotions about him and around the league. But if he can uh, go far with him at the helm, I think that's pretty impressive. So I think he's got oh, a chance yeah. to, to to go up these ranks if he if he can take this team to the next level. Uh, who are you thinking? 
I was thinking uh, Kevin Stefanski from the Brown. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably put him next. I think. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's probably next. Yeah. Um, he might honestly be lower. <laughs> I I know. That's why I, when I saw the name, I was like, "What the? How did he sneak in there?" <laughs> but you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what he can do with half of you know with Deshaun Watson being half there this year, yeah. you know, after the whole 11 game thing came out, like, right. We'll see, I, but I don't I know. Think, he's, he's not, I don't think he's it. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the true test uh, with Deshaun, just because the quarterback position just hasn't been the best, but they went to the playoffs with Baker. And I think, I don't know, that, that might be enough to, you know, put him where he's at. Yeah. Um, and their teams have been pretty good but they've had so much talent. So it's just hard to know if that's, you know, because of him or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to see how they look with Watson. Uh, it sucks just because you don't get the whole season to, to, to see how the team looks with Watson, but uh, we'll have a little sample size from that. And yeah, yeah. I, think, I think this year I'll say a lot about him as well, just because, they went and got even more talent, you know, with Amari and Deshaun, like, yeah, come on. Like if you can't do it this year with the, with the weapons, then it's definitely gotta be him. Right. You know, like yeah, they've had the talent over the years and they still haven't been able to, you know, make even, a, I mean, they make the playoffs, but it's not like it's a deep push. Like, no, so, they don't do much in it. So yeah, I think if anything, he's probably even a little bit lower, but we'll put him where he is now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a good spot, and yeah, he he might be he might be dropping down <laughs> uh, more if 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 he doesn't do more than he's what he's done already. Yeah, didn't they win a playoff game? Did they win the playoff game last year? Didn't they beat the Steelers or or something like that? Yeah, I think they did because okay. that was like the big deal, you know, because it's been literally like fifteen decades. <laughs> yeah because okay. so, they've been so bad but yeah, yeah. I think they did sneak one away okay yeah. okay so yeah that's worthy that's worthy for you know a little hike up the ranks i think yeah yeah that puts him <laughs> a little bit higher so that's especially fine. with baker at quarterback i don't think baker's really that good so yeah that that, that that's that makes it more impressive that he did it with baker <laughs> <laughs> um shoot next one's tough I, do you have anybody in mind um i've got somebody but i don't know i'd probably do brandon staley you think i mean he didn't even make the playoffs last year oh but look at that division come on now yeah <laughs> yeah that's tough but it was his first year didn't make the playoffs um and yeah, he, he he's a defensive guy, and his defense just wasn't that great, I feel like, last year. I mean, it was okay, but just didn't really stand out. I feel like their offense and Justin Herbert is what kind of elevated them. Yeah, um, that's, that's fair. I mean, they, they and they still had some guys. I mean, you have Derwin James, you've got um, Bosa. Uh, you know, you've got some players on that team, so they had it's not like they didn't have a... At the end. Uh, Vaughn? Von Miller. Von Miller. Yeah, they oh. had Vaughn. At the... Oh, no, that's no, the Vaughn Rams. was on the Ramps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <My> <laughs> um, so it's not like they didn't have any talent on the team. They should have done more with it, I feel like. So, 
Yeah. I, I think I think with that talent, they should have at least made the playoffs and they didn't even do that. Even in that tough division, I think yeah, that's you, know, fair. you can't lose to the Raiders. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You can't. That's true. That's but. that's fair. You you sold me on it. I think right. this probably belongs there. And on I mean, honestly, he's still pretty high, you know. That's yeah, that's, that's still, still pretty high. high so. and yeah, he's a, he, he's a he's a good coach. You know, I think like so. there's nothing against against him but i yeah. think so he, he took the already good chargers team and elevated them yeah you know a little bit but not enough to get him to the playoffs so we'll see i think he's got a, a good chance to to climb up the ranks even more uh because yeah they got a lot more talent now on on both sides of the ball so we'll see yeah. what they do with that so if he can if he can take that talent and actually make a, a nice push and make some noise in that uh you know crazy division with the chiefs broncos and uh, raiders uh, yeah, I think I think he could climb the ranks even more. Yeah, I agree. I think I think this will be a a big year for for him as as a head coach. You know, because now it's it definitely ain't about the talent anymore. You know, they went and made some pretty big moves, so now it's yeah. now it's up to the to the coaching staff and and him for sure. So it'll be a be interesting because they they've got the talent now. There's literally no question about that. <laughs> right, right. Okay, we got two more to rank. Who do you think is next? Oh man. It's gotta be Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you knew that I was gonna say that. It's gotta be. You want him so low on this list. <laughs> I do, because I don't think he's that good. Sure, he's led his team to all these winning seasons, <laughs> but come on, he doesn't never does anything. Well, He's won Super Bowls, boy. He's won Super Bowls, and he's never had a losing season. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's just, <laughs> that it's, says something for how he long he's been that coach. Yeah, never lost to have a losing season. He hasn't won a Super Bowl in ages, and he ain't gonna be winning it anytime soon. <laughs> it wasn't that long, you know. How long ago? More than a decade. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. I swear, it was at least further than 2010 man maybe let's see i promise you let's see looking it up now yeah 2009 but <laughs> not even the same decade still that was a very impressive win that's um that's two decades no just it's one. just under a decade, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, still the fact that he's never had a losing season, especially with Ben, who was basically on crutches there last year, they still were relevant enough. And the year before that, they were like undefeated in the talk of the league because they looked really good. You know, Ben was back and and all that. I mean, just a, I don't know, just a, it's, it's just impressive. This year will be very telling just because he doesn't have Ben anymore. He's he's with some mediocre quarterbacks. So we'll Mediocre's see how even kind to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean we'll see how he how he's able to run this team. But if it's yeah. not if it's not him, who do you think it is? Do you have somebody that you think I'd probably is? put Mike Rabel from the Titans there? you think uh, uh, yeah that's fair yeah. He he, he's a good anything. coach but yeah he 
and well, he's won a few playoff games, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but they've won a couple, but no. that's it. They they always seem to sputter out. But I mean, they were the first seed last year, which was very impressive. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't think anyone thought they were the best team in the AFC last year. That is true. And they were still the first overall seed in the playoffs. So, uh, and and doing it all with Ryan Tannehill, I mean, that's pretty impressive, you know. Um, Ryan kind of flamed out in Miami. So the fact that he's kind of made him successful in Tennessee, you know, I think that says a lot. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Should we, should we put, uh, I, I, I would probably go Vrabel and then Tomlin. That's fair. I think, I think okay. we do that. I think okay. that's probably the perfect order. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll round out our, our 15 then. Um, so that leaves us seven more coaches to rank. We'll oh, probably just finish them up uh, next time. And they're good too. They're, they're, they're they're good. Really good. <laughs> it, and it is very hard because uh, if you're looking on this list, they all got really good quarterbacks too. So it is true. Yeah, that and that says a lot, you know, yeah, about, that, about that, the that, team in itself. So right, that goes a long way. So I think. You know, I'm sure these ranks would change quite a bit if the teams didn't have the quarterbacks that they do, but that's just kind of the way it is. Um, so that's why, you know, we'll try and look at these coaches from other aspects that maybe the coach or the, the quarterbacks don't have a, have a part in. Um, okay, well, that uh, rounds out our couch coaches of the NFL for this week. Uh, let's jump into some uh, mus or menos. All right. Uh, well, I first want to apologize. This podcast probably will be another long one. Um, we're, we're still trying to catch up and kind of get everything in before the season starts. So bear with us. But um Hey, split it into two sessions if you got to, you know, <laughs> you know, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. This is all good stuff. So um, to, to finish out the podcast, uh, our usual segment, Mas or Menos. Um, we are almost through all of the divisions in the league. We've got three left. After today, we'll only have two. Um, so perfect timing. And uh, this week, we are going to be talking about the AFC South. So the Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so to start off, yeah, is right. <laughs> yeah, trash. Uh, kind of a crappy division. Um, <laughs> but hey, I mean, sometimes these kind of crappy divisions surprise you a little bit. You know, maybe, uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they, it ends up being... A, a, a brawl you know they just end up for last place duking it out yeah i mean it's really the fight for not being last really yeah exactly <laughs> so you know that, that could be entertaining at times so um who do you think's gonna finish last uh in this division uh yeah it's easy it's the texans for sure like <laughs> there's no question they're a mess i mean they have nothing going for them <laughs> Yeah, I think, and I don't think they'd argue, you know, fans of the Texans, I don't think they'd even argue that. Uh, 
it's it's probably another rebuilding year for them. So hey, and that's okay. You've got they've got some pieces. So I mean, that's uh, you know, it's it's not all bad. So let's start with the Texans um, and their moss, their ceiling. What do you think their ceiling win total looks like? Oh, I guess we could take a peep at their schedule too, kind of maybe go through it a little bit. But yeah, this is just preseason, so no worries about that. But yeah, yeah, not not good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, geez, they've got some some tough teams here. They really do. What in the world (laughs) is going on? Doesn't help. um, They're playing the AFC West this year, so they've got um, they've got to play the Chiefs, the the Broncos are on there, right? Yeah, or no? Broncos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Broncos, uh, Chargers, too. Raiders. I mean, that's a good division, so that's not easy. Um, I mean, they play the NFC East, so that's not too hard, but, I mean, uh, better than them. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, really, the only one I see that's like, yeah, they could win that is New York week 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, other than that, yeah, I just... Yeah. I mean, maybe they sneak one, you know, sneak a couple, but. Yeah, I could see him sneaking out a, a late win against like a, a division team just because a team in division only seems to do that. So maybe like uh, this week 17 against the Jacksonville yeah, Jaguars because they, they probably won't be too good either. So I can see him maybe sneaking out a win there. Um, uh, let's see. Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, that's when he returns. Yeah, yep, that'll be so. Hey, back. maybe he's a little rusty when he comes back. Um, it's a home game, so maybe the crowd shows up because they just despised Sean Watson now because of the way he left that team, you know. And maybe they they go out there and play with a little heart and soul, uh, and upset. Uh, I could see that. That that wouldn't surprise me. Who knows about that one? Um. And then the Bears. I could see him beating the Bears early oh, in the season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see that too. Early in the season, you know, Bears probably are going to struggle this year as well. We haven't talked about them yet. Um, have we? Oh, yeah. We talked about the Bears. Yeah. The Bears yeah, are, we did. probably have a struggle year. So, yeah, they're definitely uh, a struggle. <laughs> I could maybe see him pulling out a win there, but it is in Chicago. Um, but it is early in the year, so it won't be cold or anything so the bears won't have that uh for him but yeah so oof yeah not yeah. good so i think three like yeah three four ceiling, maybe ceiling yeah ceiling three four you know maybe five if maybe we're talking five. high high ceiling <laughs> but not yeah. not a good year for the texting for sure yeah yeah but yeah i mean it's a rebuilding year so no worries about that um and in order to reach that peak, you know, it, I, again, it's going to come down to that uh, uh, QB position, uh, Davis Mills, uh, second new quarterback out of Stanford, who played well for him last year. Um, I think surprised a lot of people. He's shown some stuff. So I'm, I'm glad they didn't draft a quarterback this year. I'm happy they are sticking with him I because – um, he, he showed quite a bit. So I, why not just play the year without him? I mean, the rest of the, everyone else around him, you know, is not that good. So it's like, just, <laughs> just throw him out there. You know, it's not like you're going to go win anything anyway. So throw him out there, see if he develops into something and Hey, who knows, maybe you've got a, a, a 
good quarterback here. Um, and if not, the, the rest of the team around him is bad enough anyway that you you probably end up with the first pick in this year's draft and, <laughs> and can draft, uh, you know, one of these big-time quarterbacks coming out. So, yeah, if, I, if I'm a Texas fan, I'm feeling pretty good, if I'm being honest. Uh, you know, best-case scenario, Davis Mills ends up balling out, plays well, you, and you stick with him, and you've got a pretty decent pick that you can add to this team and build around him. Or if he sucks, you know, it'll still be fun to watch because, you know, he's still good enough to make it entertaining, but not bad enough where it's just miserable to watch. And so uh, it'll at least be entertaining throughout the year. Uh, and then, but he'll, he, he'll be bad enough that he'll take you to the first overall pick. And then all of a sudden you're, you're picking up uh, Bryce Young from Alabama. And uh, all of a sudden you're looking at next year, like, oh my gosh, you know, we've got our guy. So uh, yeah, I don't think the Texans have any reason to hang their head. Um, it'll be a fun year. Uh, but again, it, it'll come down to Davis Mills. And if he can kind of uh, take another step like he did last year, he's a young quarterback, didn't play too much at Stanford. So he's got a lot of room to grow. Um, and and then the young players around him, Damian Pierce. I know a lot of people are, are really happy about him. I don't know if you've heard much about him. Uh, rookie out of Florida, uh, he's been balling in the preseason, and so I know a lot of team or a lot of fans are excited about him. So hey, maybe he's a real deal, and they can rely on him. They've got some good depth of behind him as well. Uh, Marlon Mack from uh, the Colts, he's a good kind of pass catching back, and then Rex Burkhead. Yeah, the, so is Rex, the old reliable Rex Burkhead. Yeah, so I mean, you've got some good depth there, so you can, you know, maybe rely on a good running game and and. Uh, maybe Davis doesn't have to uh, throw a ton. Um, uh, the offensive line might be a question mark there, but uh, you do still have Laramie Tunsil, who came from Miami in that trade when O'Brien was the coach. Um, he was a good player. I think he's still a good player. So nothing wrong there. Um, I, uh, I don't know too much else about the line. I think Titus Howard is he. Uh, um, Oh yeah, he was a, a first round pick a couple years ago. Um, so you know he's a, he's a solid player. So you know you got some guys on the line there, enough to I think give to give Davis enough time to to make some things happen. And I think they kind of showed that last year. I think what'll be interesting as well is uh, Brandon Cooks because he just blew up last year because yeah he's literally the only guy. <laughs> i mean like come on he's the only yeah. dude so like he just blew up on the scene i remember he did i mean he went like five games in a row with like a hundred receiving yards or some ridiculous <laughs> thing like he was yeah. just killing it so it'll be fun to see if he you know if he can still because i mean he's kind of getting up there you know he's been on a couple teams now so it'll be interesting right. if he can if he's still got it because man he, i remember he balled out last year for sure yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. So he's a good, good piece to have as a receiver. Um, and he, yeah, again, he shows up. So he, he'll show up. It seems like he, yeah, he shows up every year. So I don't think we got, there's too many question marks about him. I'm kind of sad they didn't have another rookie receiver. They they drafted John Mechie, the third from Alabama, but he ends up, did he tear his ACL, I think? Because um, I think he's out for the year for sure. Um, I yeah, did he 
Oh no, cancer. That's right. Uh, he was oh, diagnosed with yeah. cancer. Leukemia. So he's probably out going to be doing freaking what terrible luck. Oh, yeah, dang it. That would have been a lot of fun to see him out like, there. They need to like give him another pick for that. Like, oh, what are the odds real. of that? I know, that sucks. Because you look at the rest of the receivers and there's really not much. So absolute trash. Yeah. So that's going to be a struggle. That's going to bring their floor or their ceiling down a little bit. So yeah, that just that really sucks for uh, John Mechie and 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 the Texans because yeah, I, I think he could have been pretty good and you want him and Davis to kind of start developing that chemistry. Um, and then defensively, I think is probably where there'll be a lot of questions as well. Just really a whole lot of nothing. Uh, <laughs> you got uh, Derek Stingley, who was their first round pick of this year, uh, who is a, a really good player out of LSU they kind of went for upside there that'll be fun to watch to see if he ends up playing well because he was a high pick what number four overall was five he? or three, three. the wow. third overall pick so yeah holy they, moly they picked him high um I know they really liked him so we'll see if uh if he pans out I'm hoping so because he's a fun player he's a he's a he's a good player um, oh yeah, and then Jalen Petrie from Penn State is a good. Oh no, Baylor. Okay, uh, Jalen Petrie from Baylor, good safety. He was their second round pick. So you've got some young DBs. Man, so hey, picks galore. <laughs> wow, they, I, I like their draft. So I, you know, good for them. I, I like their 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 first couple picks there. Um, so hey, maybe those guys end up balling out, playing really well for them um and that's gonna you know increase their ceiling and they they can you know play some stout defense i know uh levy levy smith right is their head coach um i know he's he's kind of a defensive guy so maybe he can get the most out of that defense and that'll kind of increase their their moss or their ceiling um but other than that uh yeah there's not a whole lot on the the defense Uh, yeah Uh, how about their their floor oh wait wait yeah we just talked about their did did we talk about their ceiling okay their moss so that then now their manos there's their floor what are we thinking that looks like i mean they go winless. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I, can, I can see it. I can see yeah. him not winning a single game. There's, yeah. there's just too many holes. You know, obviously a huge, huge down would be that Davis Mills just isn't the guy. You know, yeah. like you had talked about how that, you know, that could be a good thing. Um, but, you know, it could suck too because they, <laughs> they, you know, drafted him and, you know, I he did so he did okay his rookie year but man you know he ends up being a bust this year that man that would just suck because then you're doing the whole process over again you know and yeah picking a quarterback and doing the whole thing and yeah but really their their floor is honestly probably what's gonna happen and it's just it's just gonna be a rough year you know like we said it's it's a rebuild year and you know most texans fans and probably the players know it too you know like yeah <laughs> it's yeah. it's full rebuild and they're you know embracing it so it's like just ride along and see what happens but yeah for sure their their floor i could see 
I could see him going winless for sure, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, especially that tough schedule. It, it's yeah. no, yeah, it's, it's not a very easy schedule. So yeah, um, I could see that too. That's definitely the four. Um, they did shut out the <laughs> 49ers what, yesterday and won that preseason game. Oh yeah, four, 17 to zip. So hey, who well, knows? You go. Maybe, maybe they maybe we're all sleeping on the Texans, but um <laughs> <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I mean, what you don't want as a as a Texans, as a team and a Texans fan is for Davis to just kind of be mediocre. Yeah. To slow, show flashes, but also show some kind of uh growing pains. And you end up with the first overall pick. I mean, what do you do? I feel like that's in a that's in a tough spot because I feel like you want to know if he's the guy or not by the end of this year. So that's why I like what they've done by just making him the guy because you want to know by the end of this year because this is the year that all these great quarterbacks are coming out, you know, with yeah. Bryce Young and um I forget the Ohio State quarterback. Oh, CJ Stroud. Oh yeah, CJ Stroud. Um yeah, and then uh, yeah, th- th- there's going to be some guys coming out. So you're going to want to know if you need a quarterback or not by the end of this year, because they'll probably be in position to get one of these guys. And if you're kind of like, uh, what do we do? I mean, do we stick with <laughs> yeah. Davis, you know, and you stick with them and you're like, oh, but he did this and this, but you know, he did do this. Maybe, you know, you stick with him and you pass on these great quarterbacks who have a chance to be really good. I could see that, uh, you know, they stick with Davis and he just ends up not being the guy and you're stuck with nobody, you know, and you got to wait till another generational guy comes out, which who knows when that'll be. So, uh, but yeah, I think floor definitely is um, winless, you know, maybe there's not enough talent around Davis to get the offense moving enough to, to be effective and then again, we, we kind of went over defense. There's, there's not a ton there. So, and uh, the guys that do stand out are rookies. So yeah, <laughs> they might have some, they might have some growing pains as well. So um, it'll be fun to watch though. I mean, I think Davis is enough of a, of a name and, and enough of an intrigue to, you know, to, to pique, to pique some interest uh, for, for throughout the year, for sure. Um who do you think's finishing second to last in this division? Oh man, it's it's tough. I'm kind of torn between uh, Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. I, I think I'd go Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think? would too. I think Jacksonville will take a step, but um... yeah, yeah, that's kind of why I was torn because I think they, I think they'll definitely take a step um but i don't know it's hard you know yeah they're the jaguars like <laughs> yeah and it's first year head coach so you know i think he's got a he's gonna need some time to kind of integrate yeah. his offense and everything like that so um yeah i i think i think that's fair to put them second to last what does their let's start with their floor their manos uh looking at their schedule once again here what do we think that's looking like? Uh, the, their schedule is probably going to look very similar to yeah, the Texans. Um, but it helps when you look at on this schedule and you see that they 
play the Texans rather yeah. than <laughs> yeah. the other way around. So yeah, um, I mean, I could see him being a uh, quite a few wins higher than Houston. Um, but again, we're starting start with their floor. Yeah. I I don't I just can't see him being last in the division, to be quite honest with you. I think it's I think it's gonna be Houston. I think they've got that reserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like floor, I mean, because we talked about Houston's floor going winless. I could, I mean, I can see them. I mean, they've got a pretty tough schedule as well, but every time they play Houston, I can just see him winning those, and that's at least two. Um, and you know, you've got Detroit on there as well. So I could see floor, I could see like you know, three, four wins, maybe, you know, two, three, four wins, I'd say. Um, but yeah, you, New York's in there as well. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're definitely their floor. I can't see them being last. So second to last is probably their floor. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts. I don't, I don't know what you think. Evan. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's spot on about, uh, yeah two to four wins probably that makes sense i, th- I could see him pulling it out especially I've, i think um, i've been pretty impressed with um trevor and yeah. how he's he's slinging it man the preseason yeah. like i was sitting at work watching his highlights i was like wow like he looks good yeah like yes yeah. the the way it's coming out just looks a lot more comfortable if that makes sense like yeah. feels like he's really starting to settle in which is which is awesome like you you want to see that right especially for the jaguars because they've been awful for so long <laughs> right but i right. i've been really impressed with him just with how he's slinging it he's really looking good yeah no yeah i was gonna say the same I, it looks like it, the game is gonna gonna slow down for him a little bit which yeah will help and they they spent a ton of money on this team the most money i think ever in in nfl history uh, they spend the most money during free agency than anyone ever has so oh, you're wow. hoping that that'll yeah that'll pan out <laughs> um, because, i didn't know that that's interesting yeah they went crazy so they did go crazy that's true <laughs> you, you hope that that'll that'll work because if not that sucks because you spend all that money for for nothing basically but <laughs> yeah um because yeah, they, they bring in Brandon Sheriff for right True. guard, um, yeah. who cost a lot. They 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 signed Christian Kirk to a ton of money, uh, bring in Zay Jones, so Evan Ingram uh, as well. Yeah, Evan Ingram. So yeah, I think they've they've got it, they've got enough talent here uh to to yeah, to raise that uh, floor up, I think. Um and and then yeah, again, if Trevor can take that step, you know, that that's gonna that's gonna raise that floor. Um, but I guess what might bring it down is, is there are a lot of kind of mediocre pieces. There's not really yeah. a, a guy on that, on that offensive side of the ball. And yeah. so maybe, you know, <laughs> a culmination of kind of mediocre just kind of leads to more mediocre, really. It's not going to kind of elevate them. Um, so I could kind of maybe see that being an issue, um, and then defensively, I think is is probably where the the floor brings them down a little bit as well. Uh, oh yeah, Andre Cisco, I believe their rookie from Syracuse. I want to say yeah, Syracuse. I think he's a good player. 
Um, but again, a young guy in the backfield, um, they got Shaquille Griffin. He was on there last year, right? I believe they, they, they brought him in from last year. Yeah. A de- decent piece, but he kind of struggled at times. Um, uh, I think their, their defensive line. I mean, they still got Josh Allen. Who's a beast. Josh Allen. Yeah. He really proved himself last year. Yeah. And then they bring in uh, their, the first overall pick and Trayvon Walker, who's played really well in the, um, in the, in the preseason, he's looks like he's the real deal. There was a lot of question marks about him, but uh, I don't know. I, he, he, he went out and proved himself. I I think he's going to be fine. So that that'll help uh, pair him with um, Josh Allen. And yeah, look out. They got a a couple linebackers too. Uh, uh, Devin Lloyd from Utah, who I really like. Uh, He, I think he'll be really good. He was a former safety converted into a linebacker. So he's got the speed and the mobility to kind of cover in space, which you, you, which you love for linebackers. Um, And then they also got Chad Muma, who I really liked from uh, Wyoming. I want to say. Yeah. Wyoming uh, rookie. He's a good player too. So you got him kind of in the mix, but again, a lot of young players, that's going to bring your floor down. but that also, if they if they all hit, you know, and they all kind of figure it out, look out. I mean, let, let, that that let, that'll lead us to their 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 moss or their ceiling. I could see him being a threat. Um, I was gonna say the same thing. I could I could see him like if that offense really clicks, um, they could be pretty dangerous. You know, I like you had mentioned there there definitely have to be someone who kind of emerges as as the guy you know i mean christian kirk wasn't really you know the the guy in in arizona but you know he was he was okay and you yeah. know maybe maybe that's what he needed was just kind of a change as scenery and maybe he is that um wide receiver one and then those those guys and the weapons around him you know kind of kind of just support him in that in that area and yeah. finally get uh, travis Etienne. you know like he's gone out and proved himself he's pretty good and yeah and so maybe they just you know come out guns a blazing i could see them really pushing for this division honestly it's it's kind of an open division quite i mean to be frank like tennessee yeah sure but really like in all reality they could they could make a push if they could figure it out yeah no yeah i could i could easily see them finishing first you know you know upsetting because they they always have some pretty tight battles you know, all these teams when they play each other, Yeah, you know? And so, um, you know, and you got Doug Peterson, a veteran coach who's won a Super Bowl. you know, he, he's proved he can do it. Yeah. He might, uh, he might be what they need and uh, yeah, they might just have enough to, to, to have some upsets in this division. So yeah, I could see him winning the division, hosting the game in the, in the playoffs. Um, but that's probably it i don't know if i see him i could see him maybe winning one game in the playoffs but that's probably it I, I don't know if i see him winning in more than that i'd probably cap that's probably the where their 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 ceiling ends is, is I, a playoff yeah, I, win i agree yeah i think they're making i mean like you said they drafted very very well um i think they made um huge strides but i don't think they're quite there to you know make a deep playoff push but 
like I said, I could see him sneaking, you know, a, a playoff win in and, you know, if all goes right for sure. But yeah, I don't think they're, you know, contenders quite yet, but they're definitely making steps towards it. Yeah. And, you, and I, you know, you think, oh, well, maybe Trevor can make the, the Joe Burrow leap, you know, like Joe Burrow did. Yeah. Uh, or all of a sudden he's in the Super Bowl. But, you know, look at that team. They had stars. Uh, Chase, you know, Jamar Chase was just a star. Uh, even T Higgins and Joe Mixon, you know, those, those guys are, are dudes. Uh, you just don't really see that yet on this team, but they're getting there. So I like what I'm seeing. Uh, I, th- I feel like they had a, a good draft. And so if those guys can hit, I don't think it's too much longer before um, Jaguars are, are going to be, you know, in contention, especially if, if Lawrence is the real deal, like uh, everyone, you know, is assuming he's going to be. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. That leads us to the next spot. So who do we think is going to finish second in this division? The Colts. The Colts, really? Yeah. Do you, what, do you think they're <laughs> gonna win the division? <laughs> I think. I think they are. I. I, I think Whoa! they're gonna go. <laughs> no way! Really? Yeah. I mean, they got Matt Ryan, veteran quarterback. Okay, um, we we gotta address Matt Ryan. So many people are so high on him. <laughs> he is trash. <laughs> the man is no good. The team around him wasn't very good, Atlanta. I think you'll be surprised now that he's on a Colts team that's, you know, a lot better equipped to to win a division than the Falcons were. Um, you know, you you've got, um, yeah. I mean, they 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 they've they've got a lot more around him than he did at Atlanta, and I think that's gonna make him better too. You know, sure, he's not, um, you know the peak of his powers. I, I don't think like he was when he was making those Super Bowl runs, but I think he's still, I think he's still got a lot in the tank. I mean, they got rid of Carson Wentz and put their eggs in, in um, Matt Ryan's basket for a reason. Uh, but is he I really th- that much of an improvement from Carson? You think? Well, I, th- they, I think Matt and Carson are probably about the same tier. I think, yeah. I think they get rid of Carson and bring in Matt, and he's going to literally do lead him to the exact same point that they did last year. I think he's probably a little better um, than Carson, but yeah, not a ton. But honestly, I think that's this says more about the Titans. I think the Titans take a step back, if we're being honest. That that is true. That's I fair. think that's that's really what where it comes down to. They lose. Um, uh oh his name's AJ Brown AJ Brown yeah they trade him to the Eagles um and he was really all they had at receiver so it's like yeah they bring they bring in Traylon Burks from Arkansas uh rookie out of Arkansas but again rookie and kind of rumor out of camp is he's not really uh, performing that well they said he was it kind of looked like he was out of shape right yeah it sounds like he might be out of shape they got um, robert woods though That'll yeah be... they bring in robert woods but he's coming off injury so i mean is he really going to be the same he, he's kind of older yeah um oh they did get austin hooper so i, I like that uh he's a he's a good i think he can kind of re revamp his career there um 
but yeah, the offensive line really struggled last year. Uh, Derek Henry got hurt. I think Derek Henry could take a step back. He's getting older and uh, those miles are going to start, you know, adding up on him. That's true. Um, and who knows if Ryan Tannehill starts the whole year, you know, you've got Malik Willis who really played well in the preseason. I know a lot of fans want to see him more than Ryan Tannehill out there. So who knows, maybe Malik Willis ends up going out there and, and starting some games because, uh, you know, if they lose some games or um, Ryan Tannehill doesn't play as well, uh, they maybe throw Malik out there and uh, let him kind of just run around and, and cause chaos. Uh, but, you know, if you're starting a rookie like that, you know, you're, you're probably going to have some issues. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's why I think Indianapolis probably finishes first. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see that. I could see uh, AJ Brown being more of a factor than, than what people are saying. So yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd be down to, to put Tennessee and then Indianapolis. I'd be, I'd be down for that. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. It is close. Cause I mean, again, it's it was last open. year. It was last year. They were the first, first seed. Right. So yeah yeah first in the afc south so that would be quite the drop for them but um but again that just it doesn't seem like they were the first seed in the afc you know because yeah they just didn't stand out that much and maybe just because it's tennessee you know and the way they win games it's just kind of ground and pound and you know they're just gonna grind it out um but let's go ahead and take a peek at their schedule as well and maybe see what they're let's let's go ahead and start with the floor what we think their manos is looking like um i'll have you take a look at the schedule i'm gonna grab a snack i'm getting really hungry right now and it's kind of making my thoughts go crazy so you you talk about the you talk about the uh the um the what are we talking about the manos the floor floor. looking at the schedule i'll be right back okay yeah i got you um ugh, yeah the floor oh man they've got they've got quite a few tough teams on there i mean they're playing uh buffalo in buffalo um playing kansas city in kansas city got denver green bay cincinnati oh, chargers dallas yeah they've got some they've got some tough teams uh, so the floor, I could see him losing quite a bit. Um, but again, you've, you've got some, some pretty stinkers on there. I mean, you've got the, you've got the Texans and, oh man, it's just, it's hard when you play the Texans twice to, to, to kind of doubt that, you know, um, but, oh, it's just hard that the floor their floor, I think, is probably kind of where they're at at the second seed. Um, I would say that's probably the the lowest they could go. Maybe drop to third, that you know, kind of pushing it. But um, I could definitely see him dropping to third if everything hits right for Jaguars. Yeah, I I could see it too. Um, just oh man, it's just looking at their schedule they they've got some pretty tough games you know but yeah they got the I, packers in there i don't yeah. think the other two teams did um, yeah i had i had mentioned it it's hard though to doubt in the bills the, yeah at in buffalo too yeah 
Um, hard to doubt though when you play the Texans twice. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, just I mean, a real problem could be if they, you know, Ryan Tannehill goes in there and is just a mess. You know, that could honestly be the case and then they put willis in you know and he's a rookie and maybe he struggles but but yeah i don't know i mean floor i could see them losing quite a bit of games and dropping a third in the division um just yeah just i could see that aj brown trade being a lot worse than than what it looks like um just because he was the guy you know like he was he He ran that yeah, he ran that offense and they didn't want to pay him. And so now, I mean, I think they're probably going to feel it now, but that's that's kind of my thoughts. And Right. Uh, I know. I mean, I thought they needed to, you know, bring in more weapons. I didn't think they needed to get rid of weapons and that's yeah. what they ended up doing. So it's kind of weird. Um, uh, but again, yeah, they did bring in Robert Woods and things, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you stuck... AJ Brown on this receiver group, you know, I think things are looking drastically different. But yeah, they'd be pretty, pretty <laughs> dangerous for sure. Right. Um and and yeah, like you said, um, so maybe yeah, the loss of AJ Brown uh, hurts them more than we think. Um maybe the offensive line continues to struggle. They had their struggles last year, uh, so that could happen. And defensively, I feel like defensively is kind of what's holding them up because they, they got some dudes on there, you know, but Dupree, uh, he, he joined them last year, played, played well for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Simmons is a, is a good player. He, he's, he's starting to show up for him. I believe he was their draft pick, uh, wasn't he, a couple years ago. He he played well for him last year. He was starting to show up. Yeah. Um, Kevin Byard, uh, the you know, really good safety. Caleb Farley, I I, he, I believe he was the rookie last year from Virginia. That's right, Virginia Tech. Um, so you know another year with him. Um, so yeah, they they they've got some good players on defense. So I think that's really what's going to hold them up. Um, I don't really see too many issues there, especially with um coach's name is Mike Vrabel uh you know he's kind of defensive guy so you know he gets those guys going I feel like and so I think they'll you can you can rely on the defense Uh, I think really offensively is kind of where the the question marks are and where the the floor is is going to be brought down lower um but uh let's talk about the ceiling or the moss um what does that look like you think yeah i think um something that they kind of intended on with um the pickup of uh, Traywin burks they kind of picked him up as kind of aj brown's replacement you know like a cheaper they kind of you know he's obviously going to be cheaper than what they would pay aj brown um and that's kind of because they they're very similar play styles you know big thick bodies that that are going to run through. Yeah. You know, and are, are very good after, after contact. Um, so maybe he just goes in there and, and takes off, you know, and is, is, you know, AJ Brown's replacement and uh, you know, maybe Robert Woods comes off of that um, injury, you know, fine. And, and does what he was doing in LA. I mean, he was, he was pretty killer there in LA and, 
again, Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. So if he can go out there and do his thing without showing any, any slowing, slowing down. Um, and the pickup of Austin Hooper, you know, maybe he, he does what he does best. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I think definitely in their cards is winning the division. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a couple playoff wins, but not a deep playoff push. I just don't see it. They, they've got a lot of question marks, um, but maybe Ryan Tannehill, you know, goes and, and has a good year and, and they just maybe has a good enough year to keep Malik back there to just to learn, you know, yeah, just sit back there and learn from Ryan and just kind of soak it all in. And, and maybe that defense steps up that, like you said, it is the defense that kind of holds them up there. Their uh, coach is a, you know, defensive guy. So, you know, maybe their defense goes out and just proves everybody wrong. But uh, right. again, I think their ceiling is, is definitely winning the division is, is a possibility. And, you know, a couple of playoff wins I could see. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, that's there. It could be a possibility that, you know, it pans out, but it's, it's just tough. You know, you can never, can never guess how right. it's gonna play out you know <laughs> <laughs> right no yeah i'm right there with you i think yeah definitely first in the division and first in the first seed in the playoffs i could definitely see that because i mean they did it last year and it's not like they had a ton of changes you know yeah it's um, not this huge jump <laughs> right so i mean they did it before i don't i don't see why not and i mean who knows maybe even um if malik uh, gets in there maybe he actually elevates them uh and you know that could increase their floor even more maybe he is the real deal and actually goes out there and helps them win some games um that would be crazy um but uh yeah yeah i'm right there with you. i think the defense yeah is good enough and they have enough young players on there that they could take another step forward those young guys might be able to uh, you know progress and and that defense could get better um and yeah like you said uh they have a formula of success with what they've been doing and that's really yeah. just ground and pound with freaking derrick henry and you know it, it's been working so i don't see why they stop and i nor they shouldn't i mean it, again it's been working and then ryan Tannehill's, you know good enough to um you know to to do the play auction off of that and and it is good enough to kind of get them in some winning winning games and things like that so um so yeah they'll be a fun team to watch and it'll be it'll be fun to see if that pressure of Malik Willis ever gets enough to the point where the team ends up deciding to start him over Ryan Tannehill so that'll be that'll be something to watch and be on the lookout for um but that takes us to our last team the Indianapolis Colts who we think is winning the division Let's start with the moss or the ceiling this time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a definite ceiling, um, like we have them, you know, winning the winning the division and and making a, a pretty deep playoff push. They've they've got a reasonable schedule. Looking at it, it doesn't look terrible, you know, they've got a a few games that, that look like, you know, they could be legitimate wins. You know, you've got the, you know, the Steelers and the Patriots and, you know, all those, again, playing the Texans twice. They've got the the Giants, you know, they've, they've got some, some winnable games for sure. And then they've oh, also yeah. got some, 
they've also got some challenges as well. So um, I think ceiling is definitely winning the division and even going into the playoffs and winning a couple games there. Um, but again, like ceiling, Jonathan Taylor just goes in there. That dude's a dog. Like, you know, if he goes out and has another year like he did, um, I could see him, you know, absolutely killing it. And, you know, maybe that would take a lot of pressure off of uh, Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan didn't really have that in Atlanta. There was never really a great run game there. Um, and again, Michael Pittman um, had a great year last year. Uh, so maybe he builds off of that um, and continues to grow and becomes, you know, Matt Ryan's, you know, number one guy. And I mean, they've got a legitimate offensive line as well. The Colts do, you know, like Quentin Nelson's obviously a beast. So like, you know, Matt Ryan's going to have time for sure. Um, you know, it comes down to if he can distribute the ball, um, which I think he can. And, and again, with a guy like Jonathan Taylor and, and the, the running back core they have, you know, Naheem Hines and Philip Lindsay, like they've got a, a pretty solid core of, of dangerous people. Um, yeah. So I could see a, a pretty late playoff push. I don't, I don't think, a, I don't think anybody in this division is a Super Bowl contender quite yet. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's tough, but yeah, on the defensive side of the ball again, on um, for their ceiling, you know, DeForest, DeForest Buckner, good. You know, he's a good player. They've got, they've got weapons there. Um, yeah. You know, they went and got uh, Stefan Gilmore as well. Um, adding more to the defense. Like I could, I could see him playing pretty good on defense as well. Um, their linebacker, yeah, Sha- or, uh, Shaquille Leonard. Um, or they, Darius Leonard. Darius. Is that right? Is that, is that who you're talking about? Um, oh, Shaquille Leonard. Is his, the, his real name Shaquille? They call oh. him Darius. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, that's yeah. him. <laughs> what wow. the heck? Who why knew? Is, why is he out? Is there something wrong with him? Is he hurt? I Oh, I didn't know. Oh, look at that. A month ago, um, a cult by any other name, Leonard drops Darius. So uh, maybe he he maybe it was I a middle if, name or something. Yeah, I don't know if he ended changed his name, but maybe he is telling everyone, uh, "I want you to call me Shaquille now." Wow. Well, so, there you go. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Well, Shaquille Leonard. <laughs> Shaquille Leonard. There you go. But it looks like um. He was on, or he started camp on Pup. It looks like he had surgery. Oh. Uh, it looks like that. that's what this article is saying. So I I don't think I've heard back. anything that he's going to miss miss any time, though. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, back surgery. Look at that. But. Yeah, that he's he's a great player, though. Um, yeah, anyway, sorry. So, yeah, no, you're good. He's, <laughs> he's going to make a difference in there. Um so, I mean, I could see their defense being pretty tough. You know, they went and got some 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 weapons for sure. So, um, ceiling, again, like I said, um, kind of repeat myself, but I think they could definitely um, make a pretty pretty late playoff push. Um, yeah. But, but no, no Super Bowl contenders quite yet, I don't think. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I could see them getting maybe the first seed in the, in the playoffs, but, I mean, when you've – you know, 
when you've got uh, Kansas City, I mean, Chargers, Broncos, uh, it's, Bengals, yeah. Bills. So I mean, hard. Yeah, it's going to be tough to, to make it out of the playoffs and into the Super Bowl when you got all those just juggernauts staring at you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I could see him maybe, yeah, winning a game, maybe even two. Yeah, just because... Um, you know, they, they've been slowly getting better and better, it seems like, you know, just kind of inching their way forward, um, slowly adding some more pieces to kind of maybe just make them that much better. Um, and, and yeah, I like the, I like, I like their defense last year. And then they bring in Nick Cross. I liked him out of, uh, Maryland, a rookie out of Maryland. Uh, and then like you said, Stefan Gilmore. So they, they added some you know, they added some pieces to an already pretty good defense. I think that was kind of maybe where things went wrong for him last year was defensively. So I like that they addressed a little bit about it. Um, Is that, um, oh yeah, I, I I did not know they got Yannick Ngakwe too, who's a very good player. So maybe they can unlock him. I know he kind of struggled last year. I believe he was on the Raiders last year. Um, I mean, you know, that says, that doesn't say much because when you're on the Raiders, <laughs> you, <laughs> no surprise you weren't doing too hot. So maybe bringing him in could help him out. I, I know he's got the talent. He, he's a very good player. So um, that, that'll help the defense out as well. And then, yeah, like you said, I think they're going to focus on the run just because, yeah, Matt's not his younger self anymore. Um, and you know, I think they, they want to try and protect him. And then, like you said, but when you got a good offensive line like you do and a great running back in, in Jonathan Taylor, why not? You can afford to do that. And then the wide receivers is maybe where this team is a little um, uh, a little behind. But, I mean, they're, it's not like they don't have anybody. They, they, they've got some players. Um, uh, Paris Campbell just hasn't seemed to get it together. But maybe with Matt Ryan, he can – find that connection Michael Pittman had a pretty good year last year with Carson Wentz so I could see him take another step he's, he's a young player and then Alex Pierce a rookie out of Cincinnati I like this kid second round pick uh, he, he played well shifty yeah he is one shifty bugger I've yeah. seen highlights of him <laughs> yeah yeah he's a, he's a good player and he, he'll go up and get get the ball you know he, he can get some contested catches in there so maybe he has a a, a good year you know, it's not like he needs to go out there and be the star, but, you know, a, a good role player. Um, and, yeah, I, I, that offense could could look pretty dangerous. So, definitely, I, I agree there with the ceiling. Uh, and then I can kind of touch on the the Manos or the floor. Uh, maybe Matt's just not his older self. And like you said, he ends up being more like a, a Carson Wentz type player, kind of makes some mistakes and, can maybe cost him some games um just because he's a little older i know the offensive line struggled last year at times and so you know maybe they still have a few cracks in that offensive line and then they're they don't hold up as well as we might think and same with defensively uh you know they had they added some new pieces but um you know maybe those new pieces struggle to to have that cohesion and and they struggle like they did last year as well um but i think the defense is going to be pretty solid i don't 
I have a hard time seeing that happening. So that 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 defense is going to elevate their their floor. Um, and then again with wide receivers, maybe there's just not enough, you know, wide receivers on that on this team to 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 keep the offense moving. Uh, you know, there's only so much the running game can do. Uh, and it's not like Jonathan Taylor's a big, ginormous giant like uh, Derrick Henry is, where he could just run all day long. Yeah, you know, he's kind of a smaller back, quicker, shiftier. So, you know, he he might take a beating, and you know, he he could slow down at times. So, but yeah, I I still think there's enough talent on this team that their floor isn't going to be super low. So I could maybe see it just second. Uh, in the division is probably their floor. I don't see him going lower than that. Um, I could see him barely missing out on the playoffs, especially in that stacked AFC. Yeah. Whereas there's just there's just a ton of good teams, so I could see him being right there where they're just barely missing out. Where it might come down to the last couple of games of the season, maybe. Um, but. Yeah, I don't see it any lower than that. I just, they, they've got quite a bit of talent here. So like a lot of these teams we've talked about, a lot's going to come down to Matt Ryan, the quarterback play and, and what happens there. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see if, if, yeah, if being on a new team revitalizes his his career and he can be the Matt Ryan of old, you know, who knows? So what do you think of that kind of interpretation there of the floor? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, maybe, maybe they struggle. You know, their the wide receiver core does um, raise a couple question marks. Um, but you know, like like you said, I just they they've got talent, so I don't see them being any lower than than second, honestly. Like, um, but again, maybe Matt Ryan goes in and and struggles and. You know, maybe the new pieces on defense just just can't figure it out. I mean, it's basically everything you had mentioned. But yeah, I, I, they, they've got talent. You know, I yeah. I haven't really looked at their depth chart as you know in depth like I am right now. So they've they've got some weapons, and um, this whole division in general is going to be kind of fun to watch. You know, it's kind of an open book. You know, like really anybody from you know, Jacksonville up, like, I mean, obviously the Texans are probably going to end up last, but you know, (laughs) really between the Titans, you know, the Colts and the Jaguars, it's really an open book. Like it could be the Jaguars. It could be the Titans. It could be the Colts. It could be anybody really, you know, which is always fun. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting division to watch and kind of see how it unfolds. Yeah, no. Yeah. I totally agree. And you know, the Jaguars and Colts have had some pretty, heated battles you know sometimes uh some years so you know those are always fun games um i i guess last thing i should mention is is the coach for the the colts um he's not super high on our list uh frank reich on our couch coaches of the nfl list so i you know i still have some reservations with him as well so i i think that that's going to bring their floor down a little bit too I, i'm not sold that he's the guy to kind of lead them on a, on a big time push in the playoffs. So, but he, he's got a big time chance to prove us wrong here uh, with this, you know, with, with the amount of talent he's got. So we'll see if he, if he can get the job done. 
anything else you wanted to add about the um, the AFC South? Is that no. sorry? Is that the right division? Yeah, AFC South. Yeah, <laughs> I always get them all mixed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, just it'll again. It'll be a fun division to watch, and I'm excited for it to start. And you know, and some new faces on some new teams. So it'll be fun to fun to kind of break down and you know, kind of just watch how it unfolds. Really. Yeah. As a Commanders fan, uh, not sure if we've said that enough on this podcast, but we are Commanders fans. I'm hoping the Colts are finished last in the division and the whole thing just blows up in their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Treated our boy Carson duty. And I hope Carson goes out and proves him wrong, baby. <laughs> Dang it, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure that'll happen, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> right. I got my fingers crossed on that one. Um, okay, we we we've got two more divisions. Um, probably the two best divisions in the league. I I honestly didn't mean for this to happen, but uh, it kind of worked out that way. So that's kind of fun. We've got the NFC West and the AFC West. So we've got Seahawks. 49ers, Cardinals, Rams in the NFC West. And then we've got Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs in the AFC West. Throw up the money. That's the that's the good stuff Let's right there. Go. So we are finishing strong Super Bowl contenders in both these divisions. So it's going to be very exciting to talk about these guys to kind of wrap up the offseason and to kick us off right into the the, the regular season, week one. So um, next week we will talk about the NFC West. Um, so Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams. Uh, again, go through the floor, the uh, menos and the ceiling, the mas um, of each of the teams, and talk about that. We'll probably have some more college football talk. A few more kind of predictions before the season really starts picking up uh, for college football. So we'll. We'll have a little more uh, talking points about that. Um, but hey, uh, other than that, you know, the show goes on. Uh, we are back with uh, the two of us. So it was a little lonely doing it by myself. So I'm glad you could join me. <laughs> I'm glad that I could be back. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the listeners listened, uh, missed it too. I'm sure they were sick of just my ugly voice going on and on. So um uh, any last thoughts, uh, boy, that you wanted to add? No, no, just um, really excited. You know, again, it it the college level starts tomorrow. You know, they may be crap games, but football is football. I'd take, you know, I'd take the crappy games over nothing. So it's <laughs> it's exciting, and we're getting right into the thick of it, and we're almost there for the NFL. And oh boy, am I excited! I am just itching you know it's getting to the point where it's like it's just time to go that's right <laughs> so that's right. you know it's 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 been fun to kind of build up towards it you know and then it'll be even more fun once the season starts to kind of break down what we've you know analyzed and what we've guessed and so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun and thanks for yep. listening and following along yep yep for sure um yeah teams are wrapping up their final preseason games uh this weekend uh, so that'll be that'll be the end of the preseason and then we'll be uh teams will be making final roster cuts i believe on tuesday um this tuesday i believe every team has to have their final 53 man roster set 
So Tuesday, uh, August 30th, I believe is the date. So the uh, teams will be kind of trimming rosters and then we'll basically know um, everybody's squad uh, by beginning of next week. And uh, yep, like you said, we'll, we'll be, we'll be looking ahead at week one before we know it. So, um, all right. Yeah. Well, that, that wraps up uh, this week's uh, edition of coaching from the couch. Uh, Again, thanks again for listening and tuning in. Um, Thanks for bearing with this long episode, but uh, yeah, there, there was a lot to get through. So thanks for uh, sticking, sticking to the end and um, we will talk to you guys next time. Heck yeah. See you on the flippity flop. All right. Hill boys out. Peace.